Short story long. Short story long. Short story long. Hey, we did it. Hey, Tucker. This is Short Story Long, the SSL podcast. I'm one of your co hosts, Brent Wingate. I'm your other co host, Adam Cassari. And today we have with us Fashionista. And Anjanu. Anjanu's every... Aren't they like... What, I don't know what an Anjanu is. Yeah, they're like children artists usually. Oh, are they? I think oh, so. Yeah. And Anjanu. <laughs> but yeah, that's how Jocko dare I say Fajardo. that about you. You're at 40. <laughs> Why not live my truth? Jocko is his name. You're only as young as you feel, right? It's absolutely true, depending on who you're with. Um, you love detergent. Powdered it's important. Detergent. It's, it's a thing that's necessary. And growing up in the seemingly small town of Tempe, Arizona, it was... Um, it was fascinating to be. It was it was always fun to you know hang out with the neighbor kids, which a lot of times in today's times you don't have people hanging out in their like neighborhoods. Neighbors there's not a lot of kids, <laughs> neighbors, kids, any of it. You're not kicking the can anymore. Yeah. So you know you, you get bored when there's nothing to do at the age of six, and you know Halloween is a great time to come Eat up with a deodorant. costume, <laughs> come up with a costume, find a look. And I just happened to be playing in the laundry room looking for something to wear. And I found this fun. I found powder. a really <laughs> awesome container of powdered detergent. And I don't know if you like legit know powdered detergent. Like, yeah, I've heard of like the giant, the like, giant five gallon bucket. Yes. Like, you bring it from what from is this Price amazing Club. thing? I don't know. Blue and white, and it's kind of sparkles. Yeah. And the, I think I got stuck on the sparkle. Um, Until you run your hands through it. Do you remember then, what brand it, it was? It, it was Tide. Okay. But and also then it releases six. this amazing scent at the same time. And then you can rub it together and then your hands smell like it. And then you add water and then bubbles result. So like, you, like, lot of awesome you liked the... Because this was like a weird like tangent. You're like, Halloween of when I was six. And then it was like... But I found a detergent and I just poured water. And <laughs> time and to go big. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was legitimately time Halloween. to become Superman. So you became very interested in the aesthetic aspects of it. Not Absolutely. like I took the box and designed it into a costume Absolutely for Halloween. Right, no. <laughs> I was very confused by that. Causation, correlation. Causation, <laughs> correlation. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, so I, I ended up being Superman that year. And... Could not get rid of the Superman costume and tried to integrate the two. Mm. So much so that I took the the Hoover vacuum, had my brother plug it in, ran it on top of the little garage we had in the back, and proceeded to fill the bag with detergent, put it into the vacuum and flip reverse, and shoot it into the sprinklers in the backyard, causing a layered reaction, which was bubbles as I'm sliding down the rooftop. So you picked up like a full amount of dust in the vacuum and then reshot. Correct. Also, vacuum Wait, cleaners have a reverse, reverse function. Yes, they have a reverse function. <laughs> what? Yes, this is the eighties, people. This is, this is definitely something. I wasn't Go vacuuming until the nineties. I had no idea. What Go back to small town. Suck, reverse, kill. It's <laughs> right. like any good what relationship. What the fuck are eighties vacuums doing? <laughs> I just Wait, said, you're on the roof. Yeah, I I, I just I I was creative. Uh, by the way, I was Superman. Remember, crazy. you're six years yeah. old. You decide I'm going to get on the roof put with some, the vacuum cleaner, put some detergent in a vacuum cleaner <laughs> <laughs> with knives in my hand because yeah. it's the '80s, <laughs> and and shoot it into the oscillating sprinkler that was located in the middle of the yard. And then, so once the water, because I've never done this before, now I want to like. Well, I don't own. I don't think anyone yeah, owns like scoop. Vacuum cleaner. Well, that or scoop detergent, scoopable detergent. Or anymore. You've got like the liquids. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Who owns a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> or detergent? Yeah, I don't no, know. Yeah, yeah. What is this powdered, stuff? powdered detergent? <laughs> so you you shoot it out. It comes out as like a dust cloud. I'm Correct. assuming, and then it lands and touches the water, and then it turns into bubbles as it's hitting the water. It turns into pellets. Like, like it does nothing. There's no bubbles. There's nothing happening. Oh. Yeah. So I, I'm let down. Okay. Your, let your down. hypothesis did not. Correct. Because originally not. what you did is you poured water on top of the general. And you're like, oh, bubbles are happening because yeah. it was like. It was sunsy. Yeah. You thought you'd like shoot it in and it magically would like trans. Like, was it trans? Well, you, yeah. yeah it would hit, I thought it was going to hit the <laughs> water. Yeah. As the water was shooting out, I would just go. I thought it was gonna like magically turn into like a cloud of 
this beautiful yeah that sounds bubbles. fucking awesome like yeah. i would love for that to happen that too. sounds great it did not happen uh, i <laughs> just like i can just so it. easily imagine because you're dressed as superman at the time a crestfallen <laughs> jocko just looking with sadness in your eyes yeah. yeah it was much sadder when i ultimately as a result of that stint ended up in the hospital for breaking my knee did you fall I off, fell the, off roof? the roof oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the vacuum cleaner landed on my leg <laughs> oh my yeah. god. It was a series of very <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> events as a result of powdered detergent. Well, and that's also, see- this is my favorite part, though, is that you did say you you love detergent. So yeah. you still have an ongoing affection for oh, detergent. Absolutely. Please, 34 years later, so I So you still have an have abusive infection. relationship with detergent. Yeah. Though. I think the relationship is more about the detergent's relationship with me, not my relationship with the detergent. It's very effective. Well, where are you if guys? You need, if you need help, <laughs> if you need help please call. Yes, yeah. where, are you guys, where are you guys these days? Like, where are you right now? Yeah, what's How are happening? you doing? No, are you, are you shopping around with other liquid detergents? I definitely, <laughs> I definitely have my liquid brands. And if you were to come see the variety, I have emotional laundry day. Where I, I see Cry, like, how I feel, yeah. and I have seven types of laundry. I just look at the piles you know, like of how laundry. Seinfeld had like twelve types of cereal. Yeah, I have that many varieties of laundry detergent. What's the difference? Because mm. I'm like, oh, it's the it flavor. says detergent on it. They the all smell differently. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you do? Like. You pick specific clothes to infuse with certain smells, depending. Okay, because I'm just yeah. I, I like to your point. I look for whatever says clean, like clean cut, scent, clean linen or whatever. I'm like, great, this will do. Yeah, and then I just rub that on my clothes and <laughs> don't yeah, wash just it. Don't wash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take all the powder and yeah. rub it all over myself. <laughs> Put it in my coffee in the morning and assume that it's also cleaning out my yeah. So I've moved away it's from the. <laughs> I've moved away from the powder, but I have not disabuse myself over the relationship that I once had with detergent and I've made it my own. What are your favorite smells? Lemon verbena. Interesting. You what want your closest smell like verbena? lemon? Mm-hmm. Ver- All citrus. Ah. Um, yeah, cit- is grapefruit. That, is lemon verbena lime. a very a lemon that lectures you or what is that? It's definitely a, an herbaceous okay. lemon <laughs> scent. Okay. You've used lemon verbena in cooking. I have no idea why you keep using the word verbena. I don't know. <laughs> oh, what really? Is. I don't know what that word is. This is a new day. Wait, yes. spell. What is it? How is it V-E-R-B-E-N-A. spelled? V e r b e n a. Yeah, I only know that from they have it in a role playing game that I play. It's like a specific mm. like flower or root or plant or whatever, right? Right. What's right. that? You're playing with you know tales of blank. There's like a whole Tarragon. series of games, and you can get like sa- yeah, there's like saffron. It's like tales weird. Of blank yeah. sounds like yeah, a tales of cinnamon. Yeah. Tales of satire. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of Lemon Verbena. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's so funny because I was like, I think that's, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, so is that just saying lots of lemon? Well, because what does the verbena smell like by itself? Verbena smell, it's it's herbaceous. It's almost, it's like, it just, it, it's, it's, yeah, it has a herbal, it, expands it. Yeah. Exfoliate. It doesn't smell, it doesn't, it, it has a more citrus taste than it does a scent. So when they combine it, it has, it's just a wonderful, you have to experience it. Come mm. over. Yeah, we well, know we're going to have a, a detergent huffing party. I think, yeah, I think, it, yeah, you know what, I'll put Jocko the dishes. Jocko poppers, he uses detergent. And you know what, we'll all wear capes, we'll go on our rooftop, and we'll have a scenting party. How's that? I mean, this sounds like Do my wedding. Do you have an old vacuum? Because that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what made this If work. anyone has an old vacuum, send it to the SSL podcast. There it is. Yeah. Or or have it crush your leg and break it. <laughs> I still can't believe <laughs> And tell us his Yeah, wait, so you, do you, you were trying to get down, or you literally just slipped? I and was fell sliding. Off. Oh my God. So we had to think quickly, right? Because I was just going to leap. Grab the vacuum cleaner. Please remember that I was Superman. Yeah. So, I mean, I should leap in a single bound anywhere, theoretically. Yeah, if you're on that, And six. Well, you were six, so you obviously believe that as well. Totally. Totally. I can do... It's the costume that gives him the power. (laughs) Very true. So, wait, uh, how how, how high up are you? Is it one story? One story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's and not, yeah. We that's had a we had our house, and then we had like this little, little. At the time, it was a garage. It's become like a sort of mother-in-law cottage in the back of the house. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's special. I like to think special, unique, interesting. Yeah. You you're the weirdo. Yeah. Not bored. Not boring at six. Yeah. Brent's a. Yeah. Brent's a I'm real sorry. Dad. I wasn't like rubbing myself with powdered <laughs> detergent at the time. <laughs> He wasn't I either. Wasn't no, I did originally. Right. It, did, it sounded like <laughs> you, you know said. Did. I did it. I, the storyline sounded like you told your brother to shoot it all over you as Superman, and then throw water on you so that you became this like sparkling, like 
Superman, but then... It, Please note for the listening audience that Adam is using hand gestures to describe this, and it's absolutely fascinating. Because I would want Sorry, that. I'm like, to note, Adam has hands. So. Yes. <laughs> I would want severe... But I know, I really liked your approach of like, just maybe, as a person who loves confetti cannons, yes. I want to. I would love to see, have seen... The like immediate crystal bubbleization of detergent into like a series, but of and the scenting. Work. The thing is, that yeah. the scenting that was what was particularly amazing. Well, that should have worked too. Adam. We got that the scenting. Worked. Yeah, that, got I'm sure it smelled down. wonderful in your yeah. line. <laughs> we nailed the scenting. Yeah, we nailed the scenting. <laughs> down. Uh, it's like NASA going. Uh, yeah, it caught fire, and fire is important for us. Correct. So. But it landed. It got on the moon, and that's what's important. The entire crew died. And <laughs> They're all dead, but it was on the fucking moon. Remember that, folks. Definitely. But know that this attempt didn't happen again. Like, I kept the relationship with the detergent. We talk often. <laughs> and we've just decided to be friends. It wasn't going to be this long-lasting, but like... Not- now in the bed situation. Yeah. yeah. You keep enough. a harem of detergent in your <laughs> yeah. closet. Well, now you know that you have to experiment and you have to keep your life moving yeah. with multiple detergents, too. But it's not just that. Like, it's body soap. Oh, you have multiple body soaps? Toothpastes. All, all. <laughs> what the fuck do you have multiple toothpastes for? I might want a different flavor. That's it. <laughs> I didn't know there were different flavors. Of oh, there is. Because they're all toothpaste flavor when I eat them. <laughs> no, there are. Excuse me. There are a variety of flavors. Yeah, you'd be important. surprised. Some taste better with sourdough. Some taste better on... But you have to ask yourself how long you spend at, you know, one of your local facilities, right? Like, you're at CVS. There's an entire aisle dedicated to toothpaste. Yeah, but I assume most people pick the flavor that means the most. That like, I like that you're you have varietals depending on how you feel. Like, I'm like, I Absolutely. like this idea, but I'm like too lazy or cheap to go in and buy a multiple series of different flavored toothpaste oh for whatever God, you I can't want. Afford multiple toothpaste? No, I just mean like it doesn't occur to me to have that. But like you describing your life, I was like, wow, that sounds like fascinating and I but actually even, like it. It becomes even more important when you realize that they also make the pill dispensers in different colors and you can buy those and then dispense all of your liquids into those as well. Pill, pill we, dispenser. You like a Monday, weekly? Tuesday, weekly, yeah. I imagine Jocko, not at this point, I imagine Jocko has a pill dispenser container for pill dispenser containers. <laughs> <laughs> These are all my Mondays. Yes, yeah, all my Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah. That's great. Um, so your actual story is working for Diana Ross. It was it was a wonderful opportunity. I spent a little over two mu- two years uh, helping transition. Which is two months or two it's years? Two years. <laughs> Are you gonna lie? To Did us? it feel like not. one or the other? Twenty four <laughs> months. Uh, it was a little longer than that, and in that time, I needed to. I was tasked with the responsibility of daily cooking in Los Angeles, which merged into oh. You can do other things. Give me the timeline. Yeah, when yeah. was when is this? this? We are 2004 to 2006. Okay, and we're in LA. Correct. Okay. Hired at the Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas. You were hired. I was hired for the job there. Okay, good. I thought you were like, Dan Ross saw you at the Billboard Music Awards. I was like, I want you yeah. to. <laughs> Why Let's you... make one thing known. You find her, she doesn't find oh. you. Oh. No. So you had a cater. So you were like doing. I was, the, I was her private chef. Oh. Okay. Hired to come and cook. But what were you doing at the Billboard Music Awards? I was being interviewed by her. Oh, shit. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait. Did you do job <laughs> interviews there? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it was just a chance to get her, be, have an audience with her. She happened to be in Las Vegas, where at the time I was living. Did okay. she know she was going to interview you, or did you just run up to her? She was told. Oh, okay. She was told, and she did read off of her, you know, So reader. she was looking for a personal chef. She was looking for a do-everything person. And you were, you, she was I in was Vegas for I was looking for a private awards. chef job. Okay. The agent told me, go do this how gig. Do, how do you find this agent? I mean, there are several agencies internationally that okay. represent domestic staff. Well, because what do you, you're, so you're a personal, sh- like, what's your actual gig? Like, what do you like to do? What, like... I'm a professional homosexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we can uh, tell. Uh, we're looking uh, at I'm you. A, uh, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, I'm a full-blown <laughs> queer. Uh, <laughs> for the audience, Jacko showed up, arrived at my door with what looks like a Dick Tracy overcoat uh, that's purple with light purple, what is that? It's cerulean. It's cerulean. Okay, yeah. Right now he's dressed. You're, do not ask either of us. To just, we're not. We're going to do a really shitty job of fashionably describing you. Well, he's dressed like he's going to a gay Amish funeral. <laughs> it would be our bar mitzvah. And this is his like. This is his casual day. Yeah. This is not it's like we've seen Jack. Yeah. 
We need. I mean, whatever we, whatever, whenever we post this, we're gonna need the most like Jockoey Jocko. Exactly. We need a photo of you and just like complete. Perhaps like Gilbert Captain from the High Heels. Exactly. That would be, yeah. yes. I don't know. I don't know as many people. I don't know anyone who has more feathers than you do. <laughs> Thank Actual you. locally, feathers, yeah, locally. Um. So then, um. How? So like doing a lot of this like. Uh, like, I mean, just seemingly being a great connector to the stars or just, like, people that have a shitload of money that would be like, I want this great person to help me with my life. Mm-hmm. Did you give a resume? Yes. Okay. okay. So there's a book that you put together. You've got your own personal imagery of things you've done, uh, places you've been, experiences you've had, how you connect, what that looks like, the menus that you've designed mm-hmm. and created... And then it goes a little bit more into experiences that you've had that tell a story about you. It's a much more expansive CV than just a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sheet of paper art, also like is in there. I imagine, I imagine you jockoed it up, and it's like a scrapbook <laughs> of, of like it's pop up. Of there's like it's three D. Yeah, yeah there's like little like things you pull open. It's and a hologram. Cards you slide. Out. It's yeah. a hologram. <laughs> you just there's an app for it. Actually. Yeah, it's a digital. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> It's a massively multiplayer online digital totally. experience. Yeah, yeah. That also is a, a monthly fruit basket. Jocko's <laughs> World. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you can get the premium package. If you want. It's only six dollars. You want to subscribe to Jocko's World? So wait, you you yeah, this is just so weird to me because I've never heard of this. So mm-hmm. you like just go up to her and you're like, I'm Jocko. No, the agent. The agent. The agency you. presents me. So okay. it's much not dissimilar from a talent agency. In so like much doing that, an audition, essentially. Correct. But I don't have to come with physical goods and cook a meal. Like, she's read, they've investigated, they've yeah. called all of my contacts, they've built the case, they pitch it to her. They've been she spying says, on you for, like, the past year Yeah, now. the detectives Yeah, it's a good case. It's a good case. <laughs> I was six months. Wow. Yeah. And there are other people vying for the same gig. Jeez Louise. But when you finally get the in-face interview with the person... And this was at the music. Because she was in Vegas for the Correct. music awards. You were there, so you said, "Great, perfect connector point." Let's make it easy for her. Yes. Yeah. Um, what was your first impression? I was shocked at how small a space they were giving her as the lifetime achievement presenter to like become herself. She had basically a very small two foot by two foot postage stamp become herself like it's it was squared off like a setup room yeah well, a setup uh, space yeah like because she was a presenter she wasn't doing a performance uh-huh she oh so she didn't have like the big like backstage she didn't have a lot of, but yeah. i mean it just it, it presented the case like she got ready there right she flew in she didn't get a hotel room oh because yeah it was just she went there room. but like they pipe and draped a little two foot by two foot space oh, okay. for her to get ready with like a makeup table and it's like there are people who come with all these things. And it was like a Diana Ross. It was a whole, and she has a wardrobe person. Mm-hmm. She has a hair person. She has a stylist. She has basically an entourage of seven wrapped into one person. So if she needs to do these spotlight gigs where she leaves LA yeah. and she's in the immediate area, she'll take this one person with her. And this one person has to be the jack of all trades for her. Okay. Right. That so that was technically what you were interviewing for then, right? I was not. Oh. I was interviewing for that that similar role in the house. Oh, okay, got it. Right. I I, yeah. I, could, I could make assessments of all the things she was wearing, but right. I could not find them for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. That that that, that totally makes sense. That's great. Like, I mean, that's no, so but many like, fucking like skill sets. They are pull just... that curtain, and she's sitting in her chair, and they're like attaching her hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's having a fault. Not looking at me. She's got the she's got the dossier in her hand. Yeah. And she's going through it. She's like, Well, describe to me an experience where you were stressed out in the moment and you feel like you made a bad decision. By the way, that's a great interview as an HR person, that's a great interview question. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, experiential yeah. interviewing. Absolutely. And she was <laughs> you have she had, she, she has but she wasn't looking at me at I thought all. you were gonna say you gotta get your hair attached while you're asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like really impressed. like just that question off the bat. I'm like, oh, this is like an actual, like a real interview, not just like. And she was up too. She was yeah. like, hey, you know, it's great to see you. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, good, I'm not good, looking good. at you. So she was like positive. Yeah, she totally. wanted to like she gave you the awareness and set the stage. Like, I'm not a bad person. I just got shit to do, but I'm also very interested to meet you. Correct. And I got to get this done. Yeah. And you need to start Thursday. <laughs> so let's get through this. So she asked her leads of questions, series of questions. And she said, do I have any questions for her? 
And I said, not at the moment. And she goes, okay, well, then, you know, I will personally be in touch with you should we, should we choose to go forward. Wow. Two days later, I had a voicemail from her on my cell phone saying, I'm ready to pull the trigger. Let's move on this. Wow. How this this you... was a time when people still uh, used Left voicemail. voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do you prepare? How do you, like, normally prepare for these sort of things? Because I feel like... What I do is I step away from celebrity. You okay. can't meet a celebrity in, and be a celebrity star-shocked. It's just, they are people. Yeah. They are people who are hiring me as a person to do a very personal job. Yeah. So I have to be calm, cool, collected, sort of like a swan. You know when a swan is moving across a lake? You don't see it Yeah, we all know swan. Quickly. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know how quickly like, it's moving, yeah. but you can't see it. Oh, anymore. right. You no. just mean they glide along the way. And yeah. the, the lake stays you're, placid. You're the butler in every superhero story that's just like distant but like really still there. It's, <laughs> it's always in the background. I see Thursday when we're on Monday. What's that? I'm on Thursday when we're all actually on Monday. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of Thursday. A lot uh, of Thursday. <laughs> it's a big day. Yeah. <clears throat> so she's she leaves you a voicemail. She's like, hey, yeah. I need you. It's Miss Ross. I need you to be we're my ready depressing to cook with yeah. your black. Can you do black. a dinner this weekend for my family? <clears throat> wow. And uh, yeah, Absolutely. You know, yeah. What did you do? I made a very simple taco dinner. One taco. <laughs> One taco. One taco to share among seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. But she wanted, she wanted family approachable food that they could like hang out, be yeah. in her house, still eating and did enjoying you, themselves. Did you live in her house or did you just... Did not. Yeah, you just kind of traveled over there. But it evolved very quickly. Uh-huh. So I right, yeah. The she position. started as personal and then Correct. went to every, like, person, person. And then I found out that she had another house. I was hired just before Thanksgiving, so I was brought to Greenwich, Connecticut, whereupon I learned that the house was going to go up for sale. What were you doing? Were you doing these kind of gigs prior to this? Or yes. Was there, okay. So like this was always been your kind of forte? Not like, always. Okay. At that time, I was living in Las Vegas. I had left working at a major hotel mm-hmm. as the chief butler and wanted to go into the domestic service world, yeah. working for one client as opposed to 50. Mm. And it was that was my first niche nice. was celebrity. Well, I feel like that makes sense. Like I think I don't know, especially for someone like you who has like a lot of attention to detail and like care, you'd want to be focused on that as opposed to sort of like a shotgun approach of like right. everybody gets the same thing. Everyone's getting taco dinners tonight. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Tacos for everyone. <laughs> taco dinners. Um, and Jocko's then, Tacos would be a great food truck. <laughs> so you and then so you had you moved to LA then, like, or did you fly out? Like, how long did it take you to get over there? I oh, I moved to I moved to LA in two weeks. Wow. Yeah. So like you just flew like that's another thing. Just like how do you? Is there a contract? Like how do you finalize? Like great, I'm going to start doing these things for you now. Like these services. There was there was an yeah. agreement that was drafted. There was all the layers you have to go through, and I passed all the different levels. Yeah. And started cooking the transition part was hard because i ultimately had to suffer on my end like i didn't get my security deposit I just back. About to like, say, i just yeah. had to roll that out right um and it just became expenses at that point well it's which very, i had to negotiate into the contract it sounds very much like um it's really interesting because i've never thought about this until you just started describing it. it's like each like a celebrity themselves or just someone who can get you know has like multiple service people directly related to them it's almost like it's a they're like a person's a startup of a person essentially because like that kind of interviewing where it's like great meet me here i'm going to talk to you about this great you're good let's get you in like that's how like startups always work it's always relationship based and it's a lot of like really quick fast moving gotta go do this sort of thing absolutely it's just a really interesting way to look at personal service but you also like a walking company right yeah exactly Mo- a mobile company. Mobile company. <laughs> they don't walk many places. Oh. Yeah. They, Someone walks Yeah, for they them. pay, them, they pay them, people yeah. to hold them by the legs. And Correct. They carry them over and yeah. put them down. Correct. Um, so I was taken to Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, where I was tasked with further responsibilities outside of the private chef space. Was there something that was that, her second that, house in Greenwich? Or? That was her primary residence. Okay. So she was moving into her new home in L.A., I was in the temporary home. Okay. I had access to the new home that she was doing some remodeling work in. 
and then she had her larger, sizable estate in Connecticut. Was there something? Multiple offices. Got it. She's in. <laughs> well, and also her <laughs> office office was in New York. She's a national organization. Yeah, a national. <laughs> uh, was there was there some incident or event that made it clear that like you should get more responsibility, or was it just you'd been doing a good job and she's like, here's more tasks. On December twenty third. The doorbell rang. Okay, very specific. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the minute. It was 7.02. December 23rd, the doorbell rang. Uh, I answered the door. It was uh, the late Miss Houston and her daughter. Oh. And... Tom Houston? Okay. Humor. Humor me. <laughs> humor me. No. So the late Miss Houston and her daughter had arrived for a wonderful brunch uh, that Miss Ross was hosting. For her closest, nearest, and dearest friends uh, preceding Christmas. What I didn't know or appreciate was that we were going to have this dozen or so people at the house. I was preparing for Christmas dinner. Mm -hmm. She had not told me that we were going to be having a wonderful brunch at the house. So mm. I had a very lean staff. I had myself and a housekeeper and that was it. And everybody came presentably dressed because we knew she was going to be going out. Well, as they came in... She uh, proceeded to invite them into her wonderful salon where she had uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s gift to her at the age of 16, which is a mercury glass piano. She it's had mercury made of glass. Mercury? It's cased. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a Steinway that's cased in mercury glass. And it's absolutely, it's a one of a kind thing. It's just, it was absolutely beautiful. I just pictured this, like, I don't even know. I just, mercury, mercury to me sounds like, yeah, like, it's a liquid metal. It's a liquid metal. It's like, shape it. It's constantly just, just like moving the entire time. <laughs> so she invites him into her salon to sit for fireside, you know, and it's mm -hmm. 11 o'clock. You've got a young child. Kid needs to eat. Yeah. We thought we were going to brunch. We're meeting here, and the car is going to take us away. She has a limo waiting to take everybody to brunch. She decides that she wants to stay. Wow. I have major things I have to execute. Mm -hmm. I have to finish Christmas dinner. I have to plan ahead for the. We have a. There, she was going to do a big cookie giveaway. I have to get that underway, and I have to get the decorations finished. So all of this has to happen while we're hosting ten people. She comes in. She goes. Let's do a light lunch here. Managing all the pieces mm -hmm. with the plum as I did in the swan-like fashion, she calls me uh, from the train to New York on the 26th, day after Christmas. She takes trains, just like the saying, rest of us. Saying, But it's like, she just rents out the entire... The car. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's like the firstest class. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like a cellar. She just sits right next to the yes, conductor. Yes. There's a cafe like... car. There's a diameter. That's Mrs. Ross's car. Yeah. <laughs> So that place. is the best way. I mean, like, unless you have to get somewhere on time, like, the train is the nicest way to travel. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, like, even first class on a plane is still on a plane where you have to, like, get, get into the plane, plane. To, like, have the decompressed Ugh. air. Like, training, train travel is really so nice. You can lay down. You show up, like, you five nap. minutes right before totally. the train takes off. You just get in your seat. You call it a day. Yeah. Um, Trains, they're the only way to travel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, uh, sponsored by Amtrak. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Amtrak. Amtrak. We're great if you don't have to be somewhere on. <laughs> so she calls me and she says, "You know, I, I think you handled and managed um, everything with a plum. Uh, I'd like to see you shortly before New Year's to discuss next steps yes. of the move." So the challenge there, right, is accepting that challenge, which was to not go on a planned New Year's trip. Mm. Instead, pivot back into the job and get the Why job done. Why at least suffer? Yeah. That's the role of yeah. a good. It's very true. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's what you have to sometimes yeah. work. You got to figure out when it's right time to work and when it's time to play. We had Cubmit or Summit. Right. Yeah, it's two different. I think you said Summit at first. Sub yeah, I said Summit. I was like, are those both good things? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Commit or get to the <laughs> top. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no mountain high enough for Yeah. That. Oh, hey. wow. That's a way to be relevant. Way to be relevant. Uh, well, wait. So. Fuck! I was gonna say you're like. Would you say you were working hard for the money? But that's like. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I was like, I run a. That's a pointer sister I, song. I, <laughs> Not all black people are alike. I mean, you know, all lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you you're now in Connecticut. Right. Grinding away. Boxing up a house. Right. Oh, she moved. She's moving out. Because she's, she's moving to her new LA. house in LA. in LA. Oh, okay. So she had temporary home in LA. You were there. She had the major headquarters in Greenwich, and then right. she's closing that headquarters to reestablish a new headquarters right. in LA. What she say? Like, is there some? 
is she just telling you, hey, I want you to do more? Or is it like some defined set of extra responsibilities? No, it was just, here's what needs to get done. Get it done. Wow. It was uh, a very Deborah Wars Prada. Like, now I see that you can do this. Here's the rest of the sheets of things that you need to do. Did you get to renegotiate and be like, you know, it'd be kind of nice if there was like a different no. Wow. No. Did you ever get to renegotiate? No. You just were like, this is more... All right, well, well I guess I'll just live with it. <laughs> I mean, in a but way, it's, also it's more Diana I... Ross, and you're like, I am now... A heartbeat away. I could murder Diana. Ross. But no, what I did. Well, there had to be like. I mean, there were. There had to be. I assume like general perks of doing. Like, I mean, you were like. It seemed like a. You were becoming completely interconnected with her and her life, which is great. Sure. And then not like you would like take advantage or abuse. But it's like you're also hanging out with like a celebrity or not hanging out. You're working for a celebrity. Sure. But it's like there's got to be connector. Like that's what all this is about. I think in like on the. West Coast side is like a lot of connections and networking and this and that. It's you know? part of his experience scrapbook. Uh, <laughs> it's part of that hologram. That's the, yeah, that's the Diana Ross page where she shoots out and yes. rolls out two pieces of paper that say, this is what I You know, Adam, what was so important to me in that space was figuring out how to de-celebrity the role that I had to maintain the celebrity I was given to manage. So people who had the job before oh. me made it into this, I work for Diana Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the eye out of the job, and in every phone call, invoking her mm-hmm. as Ross has requested. Your Babette's feast, just mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? No. Okay, well then, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> yeah. Reference made. Yes, yeah. yeah. reference made. But anyway, so it was important to let go and yet, again, commit to the situation that I was tasked with. Ultimately, deciding <laughs> that's that wine is so quiet. <laughs> we have in the we have in the not so distant background a, a block white wine three liter Pinot Grigio the sound box. Of the babbling broke is Adam. Yeah. The alcoholism. The sound just, of the babbling is Adam. It that's is pre noon, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Pre noon. It's like the box is relieving itself. <laughs> and it also looks like you're on. Anyway, back to the task at hand. It was it was a remarkable 24 months in so much that I pushed myself to do things that I had never done, mm-hmm. exposed myself to circumstances and communities that I did not know, and evaluate them as I was moving forward. The key piece is knowing when is when 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 is just time to say when, and. I realized that the force of work I did was very much like a contractor gig. Mm. And it was, it, it wasn't finite. It was more like, well, you did this and now let's just keep adding on more things. And I had to ask myself, as we all do, you know, in our 20s, mm. what do I want to do next? And what I didn't want to do was continue in the world of celebrity in so much that celebrity has a lot of we're, we're moving really we're moving really fast we, let's get all this done now and by the way no we're not doing that anymore mm-hmm. that's a startup so, that's literally a startup it, it so really it's, it's exhaustive yeah. in that you put all of your seeming life's work into this big thing that's going to be the next it thing and then you get that call and it's like ah we're pulling the plug pivoting, on that yeah. what we're doing is we're actually going to merge into that yeah exactly we're pivoting but the pivot has to be a hard pivot and all of a sudden now we're going to start doing this so I need you to take that 100% energy and give 110% to this new thing because this has to go now. Well, and I think the, you know, I don't know what your um, contract with Miss Ross was, but I think like part of the reason why people do startups or get in those sort of atmospheres is that they see opportunity. Got it. Jago just took off his shawl and then just revealed a sweater that I found really interesting. Like it just is very nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But is it You're like a fucking onion? This <laughs> <laughs> is layer after layer. <laughs> but it like it's just there's usually incentive or payoff, and I think in a lot of the worlds of like where people are doing like jobs in the celebrity universe is that people either they may not they may remove themselves from it in the short term and then but they see visions for themselves in the future around celebrity or like whether it's producing or that like I think like people want to be in that industry so they kind of like get connected overall. And I, but like for you, it doesn't sound like that was of interest to you in the first place. Because like, it's the service. Right. It's, it's the quality of providing something that's like a good product. And at the higher, at higher levels, you know, mm-hmm. you can do, there's more flexibility, there's more you can do with, within that framework. Or like to so the startup example was like, 
you know, if you're startup, granted you're going crazy, you're working crazy, you're doing all this, but like at some point, you know, the company gets bought and then your stock pays out. Like sure. it doesn't sound like that was necessarily no. the case for you. And that, like there wasn't a stock to pay out, you know, sort of idea. So it's important. And I, I think it's safe to close here in that domestic service. Oh, we'll close is when we service. <laughs> is service. Yeah. Don't try to cut your story short. Yes. And so in, in, in addition to a job, like I, you have to... Say like okay yeah it's work, and it's a it's it's task driven. Mm-hmm. I still have to do it better than other people. I am mm-hmm. a I have to create value in that role so they don't get rid of me. I'm an amenity. I can come. They can get rid of me at any time. If I'm up, if I'm fake, if I'm inauthentic. Yeah, but if, you're like the Diana Ross of service. So <laughs> yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> But you have to work very hard yes. to get there. Yeah. You know, I didn't wake up like, well, I did wake up like this. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to always remember that you don't you wake up go like yeah, this. Exactly. He wakes up <laughs> You can go at any moment. Yeah. And live each one of those moments with the best, offering the best. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I did in that job. Yeah. So were there any, so were there any other staff that you kind of worked with that you thought, oh, you're the kind of person who says, "Well, I work for I work for Mrs. Raw. I work for Diana." You're like, all right, that fucking housekeeper, I bet, just wouldn't. Oh, you mean in that specific job yeah. or people we, in my industry? We just want you to talk shit on people that you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you, you know what? There are other like people in the similar position as myself working for other celebrity mm-hmm. that were awful. And, you know, like, I look at... Can you give an example? Well, take a look at how how (laughs) Mrs. Obama initially had Desiree Rogers as her first... um, Yeah, of course. Social secretary. Sure. So Desiree (laughs) came into that job, right, with a lot of support to the Obamas leading up into the win. Mm -hmm. And then took the job as a win. Mm. Right? Like, by the way, I was born for this role. Mm-hmm. And the role was the diva social secretary. So she walks into this job in basically, you know, the highest haute couture that the first lady's also wearing. And this wasn't a, by the way, we're going to be sideshow girlfriends. This was, I am the first lady. You are my assistant. Mm-hmm. There is a secretarial role to this job. Right. You need to read all, you need to create and read and commit to training on all spreadsheets. You have to do your actual job. You have to do like the actual like job, not yeah. look like you're doing a job that other people are tasked with. This right. is not a minion management job. Right, right. Right? Which it became. And you had major, major cataclysmic mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like the Salahis. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right. the Real Housewives. The, the Real Housewives of D.C. There was a so whole episode the, where they the, like, Michaela Salahi into the... got into the White House oh. because of this mistake. Ah. Right? She arrives, Desiree arrives at the Kennedy Center Honors ahead of her boss. She was supposed to be behind her boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this shoot where she's walking in this Balenciaga gown with the First Lady in the same designer behind her. But all you see is Desiree. Wow. And it made it to the cover of all of the Mm. magazines. So she was getting all the press when really it's about the star. And that's important, right? It is so important to realize that we in service support a greater a greater good whatever it is so you i mean your step up in this game was whitney houston showing up and i'm guessing and not getting stressed out about it well yeah so i'm guessing there are other major celebrities that are coming through absolutely that you're serving was there anyone you were starstruck by like that you had to like go I check was starstruck. In the bathroom. I was starstruck when Whitney took to the piano and started singing Oh Holy Night. She dove into the piano right, 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 and, yes, yes, and then yes, she started piano sound started playing. Started but you know what I did? Singing like the I was up in the roof. I was up in the roof blowing that that beautiful detergent air—that's <laughs> important way to bring the story I, I, back. I, I really thought you were going to say like one of the staff. <laughs> no, <laughs> she oh, was busy no. singing, and there I was in the Not closet, rolling around. Um, but oh, I want to do go to Brett's. So, like, you don't have to describe who it was or whose celebrity they supported. But I didn't even until you mentioned. I didn't think about this idea that it's like 
obviously like Diana has like celebrity friends or like business friends that have other like you know, uh, chief of staff kind of people for them. Sure, yeah. Everybody so, else has me. So, right. Like, was there... Did you, like, have weird conflicts for people or did you like certain people? Like, I'm just... I, like, I'm interested to know what your interactions were with other chiefs of staff of these kind of, like, celebrities or otherwise. It was playing a secretarial role while being knowledgeable of what it meant to be a president. So, mm-hmm. I was working for the lead diva. So, like, the head of the... If I'm looking at a honeybee situation, like, I've got... <laughs> The queen bee here. Yeah. Not different kind of queen bee, but you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. So I, I've got... <laughs> I understand her. how Jay, bees Hey, are. just everybody, let's slow it down, Brent. Do you so, understand sorry, what, you we're, said, what we're talking about? Yeah. Sorry, something about honeycomb cereal. <laughs> so. You're like, wonderful. I love that frog from the snacks commercials. <laughs> honeycomb was his name? No. Well, it was honey... Oh, fuck. It was the bee from Cheerios. I was making yeah. a snacks reference to get you further down this hole. Yeah. I think that we're aging ourselves out of this conversation. <laughs> um, out of our own... Yeah. None, of us, are of our none of us are young enough to be on you this podcast. No, smack. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> the only I mean, smack I know is heroin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like 17. Yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. Let's pour more wine. Yeah. The, uh, I think we have Don't you mean piss more wine? Yeah. Piss more wine. <laughs> The key part was that she has this ability to bring people together. She is larger, significantly larger than herself. And what I came to appreciate was that she was completely socially gracious. And I had to echo that in all of my work. So in working with these other people who at oftentimes were horrible to work with, I still had to be better. Mm. I had to be... I had to be the guy that at times got pushed over, mm-hmm. got stepped on, still got the job done. Because I'm representing yeah, but someone enough about your sex life. Brand. Talk about it. Right, 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 right. Uh, You know, they spit in my mouth and call me a bitch. <laughs> you know, important. I was that role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the quote-unquote sloppy party bottom. <laughs> it was important. Yeah. You know, you have it's to... It's important. Versatility is yeah. important. I you have to play it. all roles. All <laughs> lives matter. Yes. All <laughs> lives matter. You can't dominate with... No. No. It's a push-pull situation. Right. Yeah. That is what sex is. Yes. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It, it became important in the series of gigs thereafter to recognize and appreciate what it really means to be in that world. And you asked a great question about being starstruck. When I interviewed (laughs) with Tom Ford, I sat there. Ford Motors? And had to look, (laughs) just look at all that he is. Yeah. And be like, I'm, I'm doing the math in my head of all the job was going to require, saying to myself, could I actually dress him every day? That was part of the task. Yeah. And I, I, I was I was committed to that. Mm. Deeply committed to that idea. So yes, you worked for Tom Ford. I did not. Oh, okay. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. And I'll tell you why. Leave it in, that's such a big build up. I love it. <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> like, huge build I knew huge, what I was happy to do. Yeah. Well, so did you do it? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Uh, it would be better than the task. Be better than the task. You're like, but I could if I wanted to, but I, mean, I do you think So you clearly have a lot of respect and admiration for Diana Ross, independent of her music, just her as a person. Hugely. Yeah. Do you think that you could work for someone who you didn't respect and still fill that same role? Ask like me that like question today, having been, having been in this industry for 20 years? No. All right. 20 years sense. ago, yeah. I would be like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> And when I say take it, I'm, I'm talking about the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm talking about the job, I'm talking about the no, task. No, yeah, you got, sometimes you got to say, I'll take it, you know, yeah. harder <laughs> daddy. It's getting more confusing <laughs> with the versatility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, so yeah, so so where was, how, what was the wind down like? So you were just like one day like, you know. It was a TikTok. So she's like, well, the next thing that I want to discuss is, you know, so what we're going to look forward to for the spring and I said, you know, I'm, I'm... Were you guys planning on, like, a quarterly basis about, like... We're planning on a daily basis. Okay. Shooting from the hip. Okay. So what just so happened, the conversation was about the spring, and, and I needed like, to mention that I'm moving back to Washington. Wow. It's a wonderful yeah. opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, 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 was, uh, it was... The deciding fact to move back to D.C. really was my family was here. Uh, and that's the family I chose, which was important. 
well, this really is a Devil Wears product. But, like, the devil was actually more of, like, the drop. Yeah. yeah the a wonderful celebrity yeah. human being. Yeah, yeah the, devil was a ta- the, devil, the devil was a tap. The, the celebrity pop. human being wears Balenciaga. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, I have to skip ahead. That's my title for this. <laughs> that's my title for the story. I thought you were going to come up with a title related to Mercury. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting? Because you brought up, you know, being fashion forward and loving that. I really own that space. After I left that job, because oh. of how she shows herself, yeah, she is that person who says, "Absolutely not! I am showing up, and that is my spot. I demand to be on that spot. I get, I have worked to get that spot, and I am going to look like I am going to have my clothes made. I am not going to go to a store and buy them. Mm-hmm. They are going to get brought to me. I have worked hard enough to get there." And she said, "Always appreciate yourself because everybody else is already taken. You can't take somebody else's life." And be that person. You have to be yourself. So that's interesting. Because like, I do think there's some element where I would you're... love a, you know, one of those tearaway calendars <laughs> that has like inspirational <laughs> quotes, but it's just Jocko. Quotes from Jocko. <laughs> so it's like, as All Diana Ross once told me, <laughs> bring me my fucking clothes. <laughs> I work too hard for this. Tear away. Next day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super interesting because like, I think that comes up a lot from celebrity. And I think it's like you kind of, there's... There's such a difference of being, you know, like an overdramatic or diva, but like a lot of the times, like just asking for what you want tends to like make you seem as a diva in like the universe, where in reality, right. you're just saying like, no, this is what I'm expecting and this is what I want and I will get it because I, like you said, have put in time and energy to get out of that. Like, I get this is, I don't know why I'm sorry so far, like focused on like the business aspect of things. But it's like, that's exactly like... We're sorry, too. I know. But it like comes up in like everyday conversation at work where people talk about salary negotiations. They talk about like That sort of information can be... It doesn't. You don't have to be a celebrity to get that. Like You can show up every day and you're like friend circle and your work and you're this like with that same energy is like this is what I'm looking for and this is what I will get because I deserve it. This is the short story self-help channel. <laughs> I was recently I felt like I figured having Jacko out we'd all end up in some sort of inspirational self-actualization it's, discussion it's, it's, anyway. It's, it's so I'm just like eating into that because Jacko's just a ball of energy of like achieving your dreams. <laughs> so I just I but like I think that's a good point to make and I know there's a lot of listeners out there that are just depressed all the time probably if you need help call Jocko (laughs) (laughs) his number is 202 (laughs) it's it's also key here to think about in the architecture of my career I've worked for CEOs Mm -hmm. I've worked for chief executive officers of their households and they have been incredibly dynamic incredibly driven women who at this end, at the beginning and the end of the day are mothers, mm-hmm. and I'm impact. I'm the most impactful in that role because I can help them be them their best self. You're the mother not only image wise, but I can also help in the domestic sense of keeping the peace and maintaining their house to the level that they want. You're the Daenerys of chief executive yes. mother of faggots. <laughs> yeah. but she really is, and she you know she has five kids herself. Really? Yes. And she, Diana would never think not to go home at the end of a show. She would perform in Las Vegas, get on the plane, go home, put the kids to bed. Yeah. She would perform in New York. She'd take the overnight to be there to take them to school the next day. She has her two youngest. I mean, now they're in their 20s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So she had the, the twins late in life. Now, I don't uh, want to be rude, but is she still alive? She is still alive. Okay. Yeah, you would know. The world the world would pivot on a new axis <laughs> if, if she had passed. Um, I did want to, as we were wrapping up, come up with a bunch of puns for her songs, but I couldn't think of it. Did you, well, so I, guess, I have one. Did you, did you ever actually find the recipe for the cake? Oh, because it was left out in the rain? Yeah. That's also not her song. Damn. That's really wonderful. It's it's also <laughs> important that two Caucasian, Caucasian men are interviewing a man of color. Two Caucasian men are interviewing a man of color, calling out women of color. Wait, color so then who is MacArthur Park? MacArthur Park is, isn't it? Uh, uh, I think you're wrong. No, it's not Martha Wash. It's, She's never going to be able to listen. It is, I was like, um, oh, we should get Diana Ross to listen to this podcast. She's going to fucking murder me. It's, she passed away. Uh, uh. I should have looked up the entire... Why am I blanking? 
It's, I, it's you pre-noon. Are, yeah, it's you're pre-noon the and the champagne and coffee. Yeah, trying to call us Shame out. on me. Three white people talking to each other. She, she's recently, she's deceased as of the past couple of years. Um, she also did a fantastic song. Donna Summer. Oh. Donna That's Summer's what McCarthy I'm fucking up. That's why. All of my songs have been Diana Ross. Do, do, uh, Donna Summer. It's the D. Yeah, that's it's what it was. Yeah, I, totally I'm never going to be able to do totally my 80s unfair. party again. Yeah. Oh, but all people who with the name. I would also say that Adam is also a select DJ in town, and he did not have the answer. And I'm a piece of trash. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me just look up Diana Ross. I was going to say the Fajardo behind the power. The <laughs> Diana I was Ross. so happy with that MacArthur Park reference. But please remember, Diana Ross is the ultimate supreme. Yes. So you have to go to the Supremes narrative to really appreciate that. Uh, and my favorite Diana Ross song is Upside Down. Oh, I fucking Why love that song. Why is that song important? Barry Gordy told her that she was going to fail at life because she could not read music. She walked out of the recording studio into the bathroom, took out her lipstick, wrote on the mirror... This man turns me inside out, round and round, upside down, and she's shouting it in the bathroom, and she's writing it on the thing. And he's like, what are you saying? And they're pounding on the door background, and she keeps saying it. You know, it's all the time. It's inside out. You're, you just, we go round and round, over and over again. Pause. She comes out. Take me to the studio. Let's do this. She takes it. She writes it down on a, on a roll of toilet paper, right? Writes out the song with a, a big pen. She's singing, there's a picture in her house of her with the roll of toilet paper singing inside out, round and round. And instinctively you bring to me all the words that I've yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, Oh, that song is fantastic. It's, it's a fantastic song because she's so angry. Yeah. It's the listen moment Dina has in the recording studio when she's telling the world she's not going to put up with it anymore. That was a Dream Girls reference, in case you didn't know. No, I had no clue. Neither I, I, one of yeah. We're really... I mean, I'm coming out as one of her fucking songs. I was yeah. like, oh, right. I'm That's right. coming out. Ain't No Mountain High Enough? Correct. Yeah, I yeah. that joke. I, oh, yeah. okay. I wasn't yeah. listening. Well, that was the I, summit? I, you I, got on the summit? Yeah. And I also, Commit or summit. Yeah. <laughs> I also had a joke about her album, The Force Behind the Power. Please also recognize Diana Ross is the only female recording artist to, in American history, perform live in Central Park for free to a listening audience of over 3 million people. Honestly, you put so many asterisks on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Just in not, 1984. Just not in MacArthur Park. Uh, this is the first theme time. Theme from Mahogany. Yeah. I feel like I know she that. She starred in yeah. Mahogany. Yes. Um, Wearing a burgundy and cream-colored caftan that she now hosts. Well, look, that you now own, you stole from her house. I have copied it. <laughs> I have copied it. I added a fool jewel to every it. every outfit and song she ever had. Adam doesn't really have a pun. Because you know what's happening? All... Oh, no, I can't get... I was, again, I was thinking of... I was doing I was doing a Donna Summer. I was doing, my whole brain was in Donna Summer this fair, morning. Totally fair. So but I, I think it's important also that. to reference... I'm now sounding starstruck, so I need to just simmer down. I need to go back into my service voice. Ah, I appreciate you're really all good. The yeah. yeah, well, I mean, looking over the rest of these titles, I can't say I know many of them, but yeah. I, yeah. But you also have to look at her Supreme songbook. The Supreme songbook. Yeah. Oh, is right. Critically you know important. No, I mean, in ge- like, obviously, fucking Diana Ross is like a super. But I think that's like that's on me for being like, uh, yeah. There's all those like, it gets your it's. Yeah. Well, this concludes uh, <laughs> working for Diana Ross, the Diana boss. <laughs> Diana boss. That's important. She was the boss. Uh, thank you so much, Jocko, for Absolutely. coming to talk to us. It was wonderful. Uh, find us on whatever. Good luck, everyone else. Bye. <laughs>